sorry, Mom. Anyway. <laughs> what if she, like, stumbles in at the end? She's like, Beetlejuice. <laughs> I want you to die. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you've never seen Fight Club. And someone was like, no, she plays Mulan in the TV show. And I was like, fuck. So, there's this Emma Stone movie and Michael Keaton is in it. <laughs> are we, are we going to start with that? I'm okay with this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I've been thinking that all day. That's like, so funny. I, like, the star of the movie was not the star of the movie. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, uh, the, let's, let's actually get into this. Uh, shit. <laughs> I think of something topical to say. I have, like, I've dropped the ball so hard thinking about this today. It's been a long day. Um, hmm. Well, I was, like, out all oh, weekend, and I okay. didn't get any sleep all weekend so like today like i was out until like midnight last night no till like 1 a.m last night and then i had to work at 6 a.m so as soon as i got home mm. i was like i have to repair a computer i have to watch this movie i have to write notes on this movie i gotta do this i'm gonna do this and then i fell asleep for five hours <laughs> that's when i texted you ah uh, i see okay ready <clears throat> ready yeah ready okay hello there and welcome to the amateur movie critics podcast i'm your host red I may be telekinetic, but it's not clear. And this is my co-host, who has the biggest onstage boner. <laughs> and I'm Peter. And no, I'm not tweeting out uh, from post prostate whispers today. <laughs> what? Uh, is that? That was my favorite I, I line. Or something. Fake. That was my favorite line in the movie. <laughs> she was like, "You're I not injecting." What... She was uh, the. The newspaper writer oh, was all like, so yeah. we hear you're injecting pig semen into your face. He was like, where'd you hear that? <laughs> she was all like, it came from at prostate whispers. <laughs> so you deny it? And he's like, no, I'm, it didn't happen. Uh, by the way, <laughs> listeners, we are going to be reviewing the 2014 film Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance in parentheses. You look like shit, brother. You get that mongoloid look when you're hungover, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Come on, get up. It's a beautiful day. Forget about the times everyone else has. Come on, stand up. So you're not a great actor. Who cares? You're much more than that. You tower over these other theater douchebags. You're a movie star, man. You're a global force. Don't you get it? You spent your whole life building a bank account and a reputation, and you blew both. Good for you. Fuck it. We'll make a comeback. They're waiting for something huge. We'll give it to them. Shape out that pathetic goatee. Get some surgery. Sixty's the new third, motherfucker. You were the original, man. You paved the way for all these other little clowns. Give the people what they want. Some good old-fashioned apocalyptic porn. Birdman, the Phoenix Rises. 
Pimple-faced gamers gripping in their pants. A billion worldwide, guaranteed. You were larger than life, man. You save people from their boring, miserable lives. You make them jump, laugh, shit their pants. All you have to do is... What I'm talking about. Bones rattling. Big, loud, fast. Look at these people. Look at their eyes. They're all sparkling. They love this shit. They love blood. They love action. Not this talking, depressing, philosophical bullshit. <laughs> Thousands of screens around the globe. Another blockbuster. You are a god. See? There you go, you motherfucker. Gravity doesn't even apply to you. And uh, anyway, and hopefully we, we yeah. could get through this whole thing without shooting off a body part. Oh my god. <laughs> that was great. I... I... You know, this movie was spoiled for me, the final scene. No. But I actually, I don't mind final scene spoilers, actually. Oh, I don't care it either. But this one was pretty, of like, the out of me. there. Like, just out of there. I, even though I had seen the final scene, I thought, is he dead? Because, <laughs> like, I believed it. <coughs> Excuse I me. Like, that was a real gun, right? Or is he crazy? Okay, this is, this is a good movie. The is this did this win an oscar or was it oh it won nominated? no it won movie it, of the year it, did it yeah. um, let me see you don't oh, believe me like <laughs> i'm the one who does no, all the research i, I, I want to search whether or not it won more like i, I want to know what what these exact stats oh, i think are. it won a ton of shit um yeah i just want to know emma stone was properly you know given credit uh, it won four oscars um it won four Oscars, about 188 awards altogether. Um, let's see. Best Motion oh. Picture of the Year, Best Achievement in Directing, Best Writing and Original Screenplay, Best Achievement in Cinematography, Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role, Best Performance in an Actor in a Supporting Role, Best Performance in an Actress in a Supporting Role, Emma Stone, uh, Best Achievement yeah, in yeah, Sound yeah. Mixing, okay. Best Achievement in Sound Editing. That's just the Academy Awards. Sound bothered me, though. Uh, Golden Globes, let's see. Best Performance by an Actor, Best Screenplay, Best Director, Best Picture, Best Actress, Emma Stone, Best Supporting Actor, Best Original Score. I just realized I forgot to say, here's Peter to tell you something about this movie. <laughs> I mean, we, I could, I could get, you know what's fucked up about this? Because I love the music in this movie. The Oscars um, disqualified it for Best Original Score because it was just one guy playing drums. That no, it's so it dumb. Still in the movie, it's so dumb, right? This must be some like very like fine print bullshit about what is defined as a score. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, it won a bit or original. <laughs> oh no, Emma Stone was nominated. She did not win. I'm sorry. Damn it! The Oscars always get it wrong. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. Okay, wait. So, so let's actually get into this. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Birdman, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, written and directed by Alejandro Gonzalez Inaritu. Perfect. Say that, like, Love 30 that times fast. Um, okay. The budget... Oh. What? Hmm? Oh, sorry. It would, in parentheses on IMDb, it says, as Alejandro G... In re two, yeah. It. So, it, I don't know why they they feel the need to do that, but they they do it twice for writer and director. Sorry, interruption. Anyway, <laughs> the shirt the short blurb for this movie is not enough, so I went with the longer one. Actor Tom, or I'm sorry, actor Regan Thompson is most famous for his movie role from over twenty years ago, a comic book a comic book superhero Birdman in the blockbuster movie of the same name. And it's two equal, equally popular sequels. His association with the role took over his life, where Birdman is more renowned than Riggin himself. Now, past middle age, Riggin is trying to establish himself as a true artist by writing, directing, and starring in, and co-producing with his best friend Jake, what is his Broadway debut, debut an adaptation of Raymond Carver's story, What We Talk About, What We Talk About Love. Uh, man. Hmm. Let's see. So... Did you laugh when you heard Michael Keaton's "I Am Batman" voice? Oh yeah, it, it's 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 <laughs> it's not the only part I laughed at because this movie's like low key really funny. There's another part towards the end where I like because I saw this in the theaters. I almost died. <laughs> I I mean, this is definitely something to see in the theaters for sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it when it came out, so I mean, obviously, I watched it like on my computer. But still, it was it was pretty good. I I have to say, this was this was one of the much better one. I mean, it's it was an Academy Award winning movie, of course, but it's it it was good. I mean, I enjoyed a lot of stuff about it. The endings the ending is a little slow, but we could get into that. <laughs> the ending had a lot of food for thought. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna basically parrot back what I heard about it. But it made me think about it a lot. So, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Jumping in. Initial thoughts. Uh, I had no idea. When I went to go see this in the theater, I had no idea what it was about. All I knew was Michael Keaton being a fake Batman trying to get his life together to be in a new role. Which is exactly what's going on. Like as a celebrity life. who yeah. wanted to be a Broadway actor, which is why that bitch was such a bitch. Oh my god. What a bitch. Like, didn't she say that basically to him? Yeah, pretty much. She's like, I'm gonna destroy this play. <laughs> He's like, you haven't even seen I it yet. Do. I don't have to. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, did you low-key want to actually watch this Birdman trilogy? No, not really. <laughs> I was like super interested to see like who the main enemy was because they never talked about that. It was the jester. <laughs> Such a Batman. I would call. assume that the the villain would be that giant mechanical bird monster from the end of the movie, but I don't know. Yeah, but that's like totally being controlled by someone, right? Yeah, that's I think true. like. And who would be the Bane in that universe? Ooh. Hmm. Uh, That's a good question. I don't know. 
We could we could rule out. Bane three had people. better motivation. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Uh, what what was the three he mentioned? Woody Harrelson. Uh, oh my god. Oh man, that's right. <laughs> oh my, god. so good. Woody Harrelson. Um, whoever plays Hawkeye, I'm gonna look up this quote because this quote is so good. He actually said what they were doing at the time, which is great. Yeah, it was great. Oh, it was Woody Harrelson, Michael Fassbender, or Jeremy Renner. You know, if Michael Fassbender was in this movie, that would have made it even better for me. <laughs> that, that's another great line. This movie has a whole bunch of great lines, but like, the, the fuck, they put him in a cape too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, the problem is, is that he had a superhero movie career before superhero movies were taking off as much as they are now. Yeah. So he, which I guess is why they did it. Which is which would make sense why he doesn't he doesn't want to associate with that life, so he's not watching those movies. <laughs> <laughs> which they're like the most popular movies at that point. They're still popular, but it was it was a pretty big year for superhero movies. You have to admit. Oh yeah, two thousand fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, you couldn't you couldn't look around without seeing another superhero movie trailer. That's true. Okay, Which is funny so because it... I think before this there was a trailer for like Avengers Age of Ultron or some shit like that. <laughs> oh man. So um by the way, by the by. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I not hear mention of something Isaacs. I always forget his name. Oscar mm. Isaac? Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Thank you. No? No. Wait. Was, was that just me? That's just you. Like not not he was in the movie just that I heard mention of his name in this movie. Michael Fassbender? Mm, okay, no. I'm I'm wrong. Never mind. Maybe. I've just seen I don't a know. lot of Oscar I Isaac this week. I know, like, right? He's everywhere. <laughs> won't go away (laughs) okay like totally off subject i saw a youtube video of the it was a where are they now yeah but for sucker punch (laughs) (laughs) so good um i forgot that the asian one was actually in was it the real world before she was an actress and now she now she very stereotypically or actually kind of racistly plays mulan in once upon a time Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. She does play Mulan in Once Upon a Time. Was it you I had the conversation with with the uh live action Mulan movie? Uh probably not. It was not you. I remember that. Sounds like, oh man, I wonder who they're gonna play Mulan in the live action Mulan movie. This topic definitely comes from um Rick and Morty. It started off as a Rick and Morty conversation and then it slowly went to live action Mulan. And then I was all like, what about oh that chick from Sucker Punch, who's like the Asian chick in all the movies now? And someone was like, no, she plays Mulan in the TV show. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I mean, she didn't have much of a role, though. I think season four, movie, she was like a so main character, though. No, I don't watch Once Upon a Time. I was talking about Sucker Punch. So I don't really know the, the range of her acting ability. Uh, she started off being I mean, on the real world. I think the season was 2004, and then somehow she became movie famous. And there you go. Yeah. She she did a lot of, like, momager-ing to herself. Mm-hmm. Which, hey, good for her. I mean, way to turn 
being one of those reality people into a career. Unlike Snooki. We should say her name. I think it's Jamie Chung. Yeah. We're talking about this actress. I just don't want to... <laughs> I just don't want to, like, type into my browser and then, you know, the click, 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 click. Because oh. I did that a lot for... for um. Which episode was it? Yeah, it was uh, Smoking Aces, yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's so many people Aces. in that fucking movie. Yeah, Way too many people was... in that fucking movie. So many. It's going to happen again when we do Oceans. Wait, what? <laughs> like, uh, we're eventually going to do Oceans, I'm assuming. You know the female Oceans point. is coming out soon? Oceans 9? Oh, wait, they're ghostbustering oceans? Wait, you did not see the image of this? I'm gonna... Oh, man. No, I didn't. Oh, man. Uh, female... Is this, like, a, a legit thing? Like, they're really Oh, yeah, this? this is a legit thing. The first, like, image of it looks amazing. It's called Oceans 8. Oh, Oceans 8. Hmm. Okay, this is a weird question. Yeah. I might cut this out. D okay. So, do you assign genders to your letters and numbers? Like, you just think of them as male or female? No. Like, just by the look of them. That's... Oh. You don't have to cut this no out, but that's to. fucking weird, right? <laughs> no one I talk to says, yeah, I do that. Oh my god, Sandy B. I'm in love. Wait, is that Anne Hathaway? Yes. And, um, fucking... No, no! Ah, uh, Sarah Paulson. Is that Sarah Paulson? Yes, it is. I'm instantly in love with this movie. It also has Olivia Munn, Dakota Fanning, Anne Hathaway, Matt Damon, <laughs> Kate Blanche. Is Kate Blanchett. that Mindy Calling? Yes. In the background? Yes, it yes! is. Yes! And Rihanna. This movie is going to be amazing. Rihanna? Oh, Rihanna's in this this is so good. James Corden's so in a movie good. too. I don't know why. Katie Holmes. Mm. Katie, I'm, I'm dying for this movie. All the only person that they need in this movie is Lily Rabe, and it would be perfect. I thought you were gonna say Zion Malik because he's in a movie too. Oh no, I'm like I'm totally into this all female cast. The Kardashians—they're both guys. in the movie. No. Why? It's probably no, just like a I'm... cameo. I think they're like, what I think's the happening in this movie is like, it's like a like a New York. Oh, it's the Met Gala. They're 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 stealing from the Met Gala, I think, from what oh. I heard. So there's like a lot of celebrities at the Met Gala. So there's gonna be like a lot of celebrity cameos for no reason. Yay! Well, that's at least not a clunky way to put it in. Uh, a little clunky. Gary anyway, Ross is directing it. You know what? I've been getting a lot of complaints that we never talk about the movies. That is so true. This movie deserves our attention. We uh, okay. I think I said this like, last week where this this is about us talking about our lives and not the, <laughs> not the movies. But let's let's talk about Birdman. One last PSA about not Birdman. Rick and Morty season three has come out, and I watched the first episode. And it gave me so much life. Give me like, all the life. It, it was everything. Just so everything. It was everything. Just, I, I only have one thing to say, and that's Szechuan sauce. I have, a, I have two things to say. <laughs> 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 one, my local trivia that I go to every Thursday, or, when, or Tuesday, that I can't go to tomorrow is doing an all Rick and Morty themed night. No, <laughs> and my friend Harper is making. It. Yeah, my friend Harper is making Szechuan sauce and buying a shit ton of chicken nuggets for 
Rick and Morty trivia. Yes. So. So good. So good. It would be amazing if, like, a portal opened up in the middle of the bar and, like, a real-life version of Rick walked out and took the Szechuan sauce. Yeah. That would be. But that doesn't happen in this universe. Normally. I don't know. I can't wait to see this. The multiverse thing I'm a little bit convinced of, but only a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Back to Birdman. Okay. So, okay, who was first on the screen? No, yeah, it was Michael Keaton yeah. floating. Floating in his underwear. Was he? Yeah, which, I mean, I don't know how they strung him up, but he wasn't sitting on anything, because, like, I don't want to talk about Michael the contours of Michael Keaton's ass, but you could tell that he wasn't sitting on something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they did that. But it's fine. Whatever. It was good, though. They they had a lot of good practical effects in this movie. And some not so practical. Mm, yeah. Anyway. Wait, like what? What? The, the giant bird and the helicopter and the explosion of the city? That was amazing. What are you talking about? <laughs> it wasn't practical. No, but this it was This is not amazing. a practical effect. Yeah, but I said they had some practical and some not so practical. Okay. That was not at all believable as a real thing. Here's a practical effect we have to talk about. Was that his really his boner? Let's think about this. No, it was not. That looked like you know a real why? boner. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but there's these things called Packers. Oh, that's okay. And that's true. This is part of the transgender community, but this is like these. there is definite effort put into these things. And they are for sale and commercially available. So, but what I'm saying is, it looked not... like a real boner, and then like when he jumped back on the bed, he like tucked it. <laughs> so I was like, that is that's definitely a guy thing to do to like tuck their boner. Like, anyway, I I saw this and I was like, I didn't see. Did he tuck it up or down? It went up, but like to the right. Hmm, <laughs> this is definitely a guy thing to do. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Female listeners are now enlightened a little more. <laughs> anyway sorry mom anyway <laughs> literally after she listens to this she's gonna be like there's nothing i don't know about penises Probably, so yeah. don't even don't even <laughs> i uh, might edit that out <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh yeah so naomi watts she was good yeah i i think everybody in this played... movie was good okay low-key that lesbian thing that was fan service, right? That was weird, right? It did not read. I was like, "You what? No, what?" <laughs> I was like, "Is this a lesbian movie now?" And then nothing came of that at all. Well, I took it as uh, Natalie Gold. That's the name of the actress playing um, Michael Keaton's girlfriend. She was like, mm. I don't know. I took it as like her like trying to get some more agency back because like Michael Keaton was all like. Naomi, you are literally the best thing that's happened to me. And then, like, right in front of his girlfriend. So I think that was her just trying so to good. take control of that moment. Also, right before this, I watched the first half of Funny Games. I don't so... know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Naomi Watts mm-hmm. is, like, the mother of a family. I forget the name of the dad, but he's also a big-name actor. And they, like, go to their, I don't know lake home and then these two guys they come in and then they like kidnap them and like tie them up and torture them okay so it's and not very funny 
They they play torture games with them, so that's why it's funny games. It was actually, I think, a Tom Hanks movie. Like, this is a remake, and Naomi Watts was in it. I don't know. A lot of people say that they really fucking love funny games. I haven't finished it, so I only got to the part where something terrible happened. Is it like, um, oh man, oh man, there's a Australian horror movie called Get Out or You're Next? I think it's Your Next. I think it's Your Next. Get Out is the, is the one that you've been talking about for the last three years. Oh, that is Get Out. Your Next is one of my favorite horror movies of all time because it, like, it, it swaps that, like, girl, it's like guy invites his girlfriend to meet all of his family at their mansion in the middle of the woods and then like someone's outside trying to kill them and then it like it swaps that like oh no the girl's helpless she has to like figure a way out to like instead it's like oh she grew up in a family of survivalists and she knows the best way to kill people and survive everybody should listen to her it's such a good movie that's cool yeah this one's different it just says okay imdb description Two psychopathic young men take a family hostage in their cabin. Starring Naomi Watts, Tim Roth, and Mitchell Pitt. That's it. (laughs) Uh, Segue from Birdman to Funny Games because of Naomi Watts. Anyway. Did you like Zach Galifianakis in this movie? He was so good. I didn't know he had that range. This is my favorite Zach Galifianakis role. Like, even more than The Hangover? Yeah, way more than The Hangover. He's unbearable in The Hangover. I love... Wait, what about... um, Shoot. Due Date. Yeah, more than Due Date. With that guy in the iron suit. I don't... Yeah, no. Way more than that. (laughs) I mean... He's a comedian, first and foremost, pretty obviously. But he did so good. Like... He looked like he was losing sleep over this shit. And he was a lawyer, right? I thought he was a director the way he was dressed. Like, they put him in director gear. He was the co-producer, I guess? Yeah. I think. He was definitely his lawyer, though. He's like, you're my lawyer and my friend, right? And his co-producer, yeah. Yeah. Also, okay. So I want to know. The first scene. He w- Okay, not the first scene. But he goes in there. Well, I guess they're all one scene, right? Technically. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Technically. The, he, he goes in there. The guy that he has for the part played by... Um, darn it. What's his name? I didn't recognize him from anything. Boner guy. No, the first guy was no, not boner guy. Uh, his name was Jeremy Shaman. Mm-hmm. The was the first guy. But boner guy replaced him. So he, he was there. Now I'm looking at... Who was Boner Guy? Edward Norton. Why is he so far back? Edward Norton? Really? Yeah. Which is ironic because he was the Hulk until he got fired because he was a huge asshole on set. (laughs) Why is he so far down? I'm not finding him on... Uh, Anyway. I think this this builds people by their appearance, not by... Oh, well he was in it some. (laughs) Some. Uh, mm, okay so so he said like zach galifianakis walks up to him he says what happened out there 
And he's like, I made it happen. Okay, did he hallucinate that his psychic powers made it happen? He was hallucinating the whole movie. Like, all of his telekinesis powers? Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's that guy actually got hurt, and they had to recast him. Yeah. So, he says, I made it happen. Or was it just like, uh, like, it happened in front of him, and it instantly assimilated as part of his hallucination that he had te- telekinetic powers? I think it, it happened, right? The, the camera, the light well, fell off, hit the guy in the head. He was bleeding from his ears. And then he goes, <laughs> he, he, to him, he was thinking, I must have did that because I have these new powers now. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I thought. But, I mean, obviously we know he doesn't have powers, even though there's some suspension of disbelief because they don't quite clear that up all the way at the end. Uh, we'll anyway <laughs> yeah we'll get we'll get to that there's there's a lot of food for thought at that final scene or i guess the scene okay <laughs> this was all done in one tracking shot which is why i'm saying there's no scenes which i mean we talked about that last episode yeah last episode? there's a great the youtube hat. video which we could link in the notes right yes <laughs> okay yes we can there's a great youtube video that goes over how they did the one whole shot so like the let's say the the scene where he gets locked outside and he's like walking down that back alley the camera one of my like, favorite scenes yeah yeah it's so good the camera's like it's like this is so real <laughs> the camera's like looking at michael keaton and then as he walks mm. by the camera the camera like pans down and then back up to follow him that's when they did the cut okay so did you think it was weird that it suddenly switched to first person when emma stone and the guy were doing it we're gonna go do it up up there yeah on the rafters it was yeah it was weird i was like fps what but it was but it was still one shot though because it kind of went to first person but the camera like moved that way and then it like went yeah but and he's like performing on the stage below them which is just just so weird but he wasn't actually because then there was like a time jump yeah so they they did no they did no jump cuts but there were time lapses like suddenly it went from night to day like really quick like the sun is rising now (laughs) so it did the first person thing because it was like wobbling around like someone was walking and then it stabilized out and they walked from behind the camera and i thought okay i guess i don't know do you feel like you missed out on some of the story even though we followed michael keaton's character most of the way when it when the camera went away from him do you think that he was doing nothing or was he hallucinating more no he was definitely doing stuff because there was the the scene with um edward norton naked in the dressing room which is great fucking love that scene but the camera just like pans away from him and then like michael keaton's having a conversation in the hallway and you just jump in that conversation at his like at its midway point so so yeah he was doing stuff but I mean, okay, talking about Edward Norton, Naomi Watts, she, he says, okay, Zach Galifianakis is like, how'd you get this actor? It's amazing. And she says, we share a vagina. And, like, low-key, I had no idea what she was talking about. I It didn't even compute until he tried to rape her on stage. Oh, you did? I got Cause, that. Because no means no, first off, okay. everyone. Yeah. Even if it's for the art. There was actual rape in this movie, unlike the other movies where I just assumed there was rape. 
when there was no rape. What is wrong with me? <laughs> His pants were up, right? I don't know. I, I, I talked to Kat, and she was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure someone got raped in Sucker Punch. I was like, me too. She supports my <laughs> my awful Sucker Punch theory. We're not here to talk about Sucker Punch. I, done that, I, know. I hate that movie so much, <laughs> but it keeps on coming up in my life. Uh, yes, that, that video came out of nowhere. I have looked up almost nothing Sucker Punch for months. I only looked it up to, to edit. So I was like, I need the Sucker Punch music for the opening. But, it, yeah, it just came out of nowhere. And I was like, mm, click on the video. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't think that... Okay, I, technical terms, because I've been listening to a lot of SVU podcasts lately. I don't think there was any penetration, but that was definitely sexual assault a hundo thundo percent. Oh, yeah, I would be super pissed off, too. She was so angry. The show must go on, though, and she's always wanted to be a Broadway actress. Yeah, because she was, like, crying and upset, and now she's, like, walking out to do, like, the, the, what is it, the stage walk at the end. She, like, forces a smile on her face with her hands, and she, like, walks out smiling. And she's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then she breaks <laughs> down crying like... halfway through. I was like, this is such good acting. It was so real. And you know what? Now the lesbian thing tracks for me. Okay, so she was like, I'm going to get into a little bit of Freud stuff here. She was like upset and overtaken and at least sexually assaulted by a man. And she was like, this woman is safe and being nice to me and mommy stuff and kiss. But then that was it because he interrupted them and then that like re-traumatized her even more. <laughs> also that that lady identified with her or she identified with her I guess because <clears throat> she's like she's like all I ever wanted was this and now I'm so unhappy and she's like we're the worst and I think she meant actresses are the worst because we're like fame whores. Yeah. And like she she officially became an actual like well rape victim but for the the craft quote unquote but yeah. I, I thought it was funny because like when he walked in he was all like i can see you need more time right now and that was like the <laughs> nicest that was like the most sensical thing he said the entire movie <laughs> i have to say okay let's get to the gin scene oh my god the, the, the scene with the gin it was a preview how many previews did they do they did three previews because preview one oh was was gin scene yeah but preview what happened, two what was... happened catastrophic in sorry in preview two the rape okay and what happened catastrophic in preview three did they finally get it i think they finally got it she was so they no 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 preview three preview three was him in his underwear uh yeah that's right <laughs> which was the most organic thing that happened the gin thing was over the top the almost rape thing, the maybe rape thing, was way over the top, but then I realized they were trying to attach this to this fucking psycho actor. I was like, okay, he's the worst and insane. And then the whole, I got locked out of backstage smoking a cigarette. And, okay, unless he had a phone in his pocket, that robe would have pulled through the door, right? Yeah, it would have, yeah. But it was so good. I was like, I'm a, for, I was like, for sake of canon, I'm assuming there was a phone in his pocket. They just didn't shoot that. <clears throat> and now he's walking to the streets of New York almost naked. It wasn't just the streets of New York. That was Times Square. Yeah, sorry. The, 
There was that is the think... street in New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, mm, oh, shoot. I watched Fantastic Beasts last night, oh. and every so often I would say, "Oh, New Yorkers," because he was in New York. But this whole movie, I didn't even say that. I was like, "Okay, this is actually organic." A movie no one was overtly New Yorkish. <laughs> a movie starring a picture of um, what's her face? Oh my God, her dad's the oh, star. Oh, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. <laughs> Khaleesi wasn't Who in was that her? movie. Was it? I thought that was her. No, she was cast. Lita Lestrange. The picture of her. No. Oh no, Lita Lestrange is black. <laughs> No, she's not. Yes. Wow, that was a grainy um, ass picture then. Um. Damn. You're gonna hear I can use a black girl with a white keyboard. blonde girl. <clears throat> Keeping it in. <laughs> Me, my typing on my keyboard. Zoe Kravitz it's is a beautiful playing. Keyboard. Letta Lestrange. That's oh, that's right. And she was in um Mad Max, right? Yeah, that's 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 okay, what okay. I was trying to bring she up. Was... She was the only one who actually was, you know, intelligent. Yeah. And didn't want to go back with them. Okay, <laughs> no. We we already talked about Mad Max. So and where's it? Okay. So yeah. Uh, the there was no part where I was like, oh New Yorkers. Not even Zach Galifianakis, and he was like a lawyer and being kinda <laughs> New Yorky. But I wasn't like he wasn't overtly New Yorkish. I was like, oh New Yorkers. I do have to say, though, I almost said it when Emma Stone was like, okay, I'll spit on that guy down there. Definitely New York. And then then you hear the, the 80 yard, hey! <laughs> and she's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> so good. Every, okay. Everything Emma Stone did in this movie was amazing. Yeah, she was amazing. The whole movie. I mean... It, okay, no, I'm going to save that for creative rewriting. But she was very good. She did not have a lot to work with. How many scenes was she in? Like, what, four? Mm, more than that. Some slight bonding Technically, scenes. Technically, she was in the only scene. Michael Keaton. So. Very true. <laughs> she didn't have a lot of lines, though. Even though she's second build. At least on IMDb. Yeah. Yep, nope. Uh, yeah, cast and credits. Were, yeah, she's second build. But she was very good. Okay. Back to... Back to... Okay. <sighs> There's so much here. We're not going to get through this chronologically, obviously. No. So, the rape thing happened. The underwear thing happened. Uh, opening night, right? Yeah. Is that... Did they only do this play four times? Yes. Okay. And then opening night happened. Every single time, they, this became the Scottish play at one point, didn't it? A lot of things happened before. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm. <clears throat> I think I'm getting sick. Um, a lot of things happened before. No. no, I know, I know, right? A lot of things happened between like, like stage rehearsal or uh, or like practice three and opening night. So like, uh, there's a lot of Edward Norton stuff we're skipping. <laughs> So much Edward Norton stuff. Okay, so Edward Norton, boner guy, for those of you who are not keeping up. Okay, he... He... He was in Fight Fight Club, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so yes, then I, I'm, then I am correct in saying this. He plays constantly. He's so cast against type every time I see him. He is cast as... Okay, to me, he looks like a nice guy with like a, like a really actual personality and a soul. And it's like, yeah, he's the nice guy who finishes last, but at least he was a good person or whatever. And then any movie I've seen him in, he is just the biggest asshole in the world. I think he's an asshole in real life. Yeah, but still, typecasting is what I'm talking about here. He just looks like he would, he would be the good guy who finishes last. I mean, even in the Italian job, right? Mm-hmm. That's I mean, true. Asshole. He was, he was an asshole in basically... It, he's always an... You know, so he's been an asshole to a lot of blonde chicks. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. I think you're going to crackpot yeah. theory. <laughs> uh, well, this is just more a comment about, like, coincidences. I mean, Naomi Watts, who was the girl from the Italian job? Either way, I... he killed her father. She was blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. I don't... I never saw Fight Club. I did see this weird, obscure movie where... What? Cancer. Wait. What? What? You've never seen Fight Club? The movie adaptation mm, of my, my third favorite book of all time? It's on my list. Hmm. It's on the list. So, eventually. I don't, I don't want to... I love having first opinions. Shame. Because it's always better. Shame. I love having first opinions for the show. So that's why I haven't watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High yet. Oh my god. I can't believe you've never seen Fight Club. <laughs> I'm like shocked my jaw has dropped I love that movie I love that book so much so I'm I'm a low key ask you a question which I might cut out do you listen to this podcast yeah I do okay so you know the part where I like cut in like little clips of us saying shit with the music at the beginning yeah okay good. I was just checking because that part where you said oh my god I can't believe you've never seen Fight Club that's gonna go in okay <laughs> it's a good buzz thing to say I, I like it anyway so I, I think Edward Norton is always cast against type but that's actually the character he now constantly plays who's just my favorite who's my favorite person in this movie Emma Stone was my favorite. She's a close second. She was good. Naomi Watts, I just recognized her from a movie I had just seen where she did really good. Yeah. Like, she did amazingly good. And I was, like, just trying to pay attention to the stuff she was doing. She did a lot of good things, but she didn't have enough screen time to shine. Emma Stone, like, captured every scene she was in. Even when she was doing nothing except for, like, making dashes on toilet paper. Which was the stupidest thing. And I meant to look up whether or not that was an actual thing that you do in NA. I mean, it could be, like, their NA. <laughs> not all NA is the same across the board, right? Yeah, but it's gotta be a thing somewhere. Like, it has to be on the internet. I, I meant to look this up, but it just seemed a little phoned in. Like, That's for true. a line. For, for Michael Keaton to realize something about himself. They could do that in NA, though. I don't know. This this movie seemed very true to the real world. The only thing that wasn't true is that Michael Keaton is not Michael Keaton. 
I oh I have one I do have one problem. The fact that Michael Keaton did not use social media at all for someone <laughs> who's so obsessed with fame. I don't believe that. And it also made me mad when he when um um Edward Norton was all like my boner got like 500,000 hits in a day. And then Michael Keaton's all like, that's, he's like, there's some Chinese kid with more. And it's like, how would you know? You wouldn't know that. You don't use social media. Well, I think that was just an educated guess because there's more people in China than a lot of places. I don't know. That's so dumb. And then like, mm. we needed Emma Stone to go, oh yeah, your naked thing got 500,000 hits in an hour. <laughs> I like that she tried to console him after he woke up with his new nose by saying, I made you a Twitter account. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, he doesn't want a Twitter account. Why are you forcing this on him? Funny thing is, that's probably his first and last tweet. (laughs) Yes. And you know what? Like, I I knew he was going to die at the end of the movie. Sorry, spoilers, listeners. He dies at the end of the movie. Uh, I thought I was like, did okay, he die? This is definitely gonna be. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I guess we're gonna get into this now. <laughs> Either way, I, I one of the possibilities is he does die. So it, I I could just imagine like a tweet going out being like, "This is his daughter who set up his Twitter account." For him, because he's old, he's dead. <laughs> uh, so awful. So many retweets. <laughs> and she lost the Malibu house. Uh, that's the worst. Did you know Farrah Fawcett died the same day Michael Jackson did? No. This is a line from the movie, but it's true. I looked it up. Wait, what part was this in the movie? He was talking to his wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. she was like, to, yeah, and he was like, he was like, hmm, think about that. Because he was talking about the plane and Jay Leno or so. No, yeah. um, not Jay Leno. Someone with a chin. <laughs> he was sitting next to him who was way more famous. And he's like, and all I could think of is his face is going to be on the front page tomorrow. Not mine. And I was like, you're so fucking the worst. You're, you're the epitome of a true actor. A successful one anyway. <laughs> Do you think that's a thing? Like, there are some humble actors, for sure. Yeah. But do you think there there are some actors who, like, get kind of addicted to the fame? Like, it's such a high, like, everybody loves me right now, and I feel amazing. Yes. Because like, that was part of this, That's for like sure. Kim Kardashian before she got robbed. <laughs> yes. And that's like Kanye always. I have I have many theories about Kanye West. We could do an extra <laughs> episode just about me talking about Kanye West. <laughs> like <laughs> ha- <laughs> hashtag Black Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, no, Oprah would not. <laughs> Oprah would not let him on the Black Illuminati. No, thank God. I just had the biggest like, you know, when sometimes you hear something and like you have this amazing like it takes place in a second, but it's like this whole big old long skit. Yeah, in your head. Uh, I just had like this whole big old idea of 
like Oprah, like Kanye bursting into Oprah's house with like brandishing a broadsword with like electricity on it or some shit. And he's like, I'm gonna take your place in the hierarchy. And then she like sheds her human form and starts shooting laser beams at him. Like the Black Highlander? That'd be great. Yes, exactly like that. And she like bends him off and she's like, I will not allow this. Gail, help me. And she comes down from the rafters like a ninja. <laughs> 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 so and then good. like as he's about to kill oprah sam jackson walks in and we're like what what happened and he's like i came from the future <laughs> to stop you <laughs> yes uh, so good. i gotta write this in i'm writing a fake script <laughs> for... yay uh, uh... all this like he's imagining shit stuff right yeah this culminates to the final scene where he shoots his face off yeah yes not the well that's the pretty much that's the end of the first scene the the second scene i mean which is he's looking out that window at those birds right yeah and emma stone is like getting him a pepsi or some shit Uh, and he's like oh i should go up there with those birds right so it like he's just like i'm gonna fly up there and that's definitely what he's believing and then he jumps and then, well, okay. Explain to me what you what you think happens, like step by step throughout this scene. Where he goes up to the roof? No, where he like like the final final scene where it cuts to black and that's the end of the movie. Oh, I don't know because he like he opens up the window, and then he jumps right. So I assume he killed himself. Yes, or did he? Or did he? Because Emma Stone goes out, looks around, can't see him, and then she looks up in the air. Mm-hmm. Like he's and flying smiles. away. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna pair it back to something I heard about this, which is actually the, uh, initially what spoiled it for me. But I was like, that sounds fucking brilliant. Although, I'm glad that it turned out that way, because that was also how Sucker Punch was spoiled for me. <laughs> okay, what happens? Emma Stone goes out because she needs to get him a soda or some bullshit. And he's like, hmm, look at that. New nose. Uh, look, uh, look up at the sky. Uh, birds. Okay, I'm gonna go fly with the birds. And he steps off that ledge. It doesn't even show him step off the ledge, but it's like suddenly he's gone. Because it looks over to the door and Emma Stone walks in. And I expect that she's gonna be like horrified seeing him stepping off the edge. Yeah. But I guess he already did it. And so it pans back and there's nothing in the window. And she's like, dad and she walks over to the window and then she looks down and then she looks up and she smiles right yeah so i don't know i have no idea one of two things happened here maybe she Either... saw him dead oh wait, wait. what what's your theory uh, okay uh, not even my theory i'm just parroting this back either she saw him dead down there and then she was like so broken up by her relationship with him she looked up to the sky and smiled because she's like, I'm free. He's free. Uh, this is what was supposed to be. Or, so she's like totally like digesting this in almost sort of a healthy but not healthy because she's like, like really, a, it's like a, it's like a sad smile. Yeah. Because she's like, it's, it's over. This is like the culmination of my parent-child relationship with him. <laughs> or like she's 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 at least like getting this all like he's dead or she looks out there 
sees him, and because he is schizophrenic, obviously, which can be a hereditary thing. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. He passed it down to her, and that broke her right then and there, and suddenly she looks up and she's like, she couldn't handle it, then she sees Birdman flying in the sky, and she's like, it's amazing. No, that's what, that was my theory as well. Yeah. So, or the third theory, which is that everything, like, Michael Keaton was actually magic <laughs> and had telekinesis and could fly, but I doubt that very much. That was definitely yeah. not what they were trying to, to, that was not the final message of the movie. I definitely This movie has a very good opening shot and closing shot. There's a, there's a, you, there's a video series on Vimeo that's like, compares closing shots with opening shots of a movie, like side by side. This one, Ooh. this one's pretty good. What are they? I, I can't even remember. Uh, it was him floating in the air, and then Emma, Zo- Emma Stone just like staring up into the sky. Was that a closing shot? Yeah, that was the last thing you see in the movie. Him floating in the air? No, that's the first thing you see in the movie. Oh, okay, I get it now. Wow, hey, that's like. <laughs> if you just watch the opening scene and the close or the opening shot closing shot you'd be like so birdman is a movie about someone who can fly <laughs> <laughs> very beetlejuice i'll link you to the video it's really good uh what if winona Ryder was in this movie mm, i don't think she has the chops for it she what if she like stumbles in at the end she's like beetlejuice <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the message what if of the instead of like Michael movie. Keaton reliving like playing Batman, what if it was instead he was tortured by playing like some supernatural crazy funny guy? <laughs> so like instead of Birdman talking to him, it's Beetlejuice talking to him. That's my creative rewriting. <laughs> that's that's uh, now my creative rewriting. Okay, thank God, because you are you... jumping the gun. Okay, so <laughs> are we done talking about this movie? Because if so, yes, we can I, get into yes, the shining light. Okay, shining light. You need to start doing that, too. <laughs> oh, okay. A shining light. Okay, never do that again. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. What did you love the most about this movie? Everything. I just love this movie. I love the music. I think that's my favorite part. All right. So definitely a nomination for best soundtrack for you. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, fuck the Academy Awards. Because <sighs> <laughs> we have our own awards show. I mentioned this offhand, but there will actually be an awards show at the end of Season 1, listeners. By the way, Season 1 will conclude with Episode 20. Oh, okay. Cast your votes on Twitter now. I didn't even know that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we don't want to have a super long awards show. I mean, no. 20, 20 movies is a lot no. of movies for different categories. Well, we'll have we'll have at least two nominees for each category. Okay, <clears throat> my shining light. I'm gonna have to do that final scene because it's like the whole movie culminated in the final scene, and you're like, there's so many questions, but they close it, and it's just like such a. It could be one of two things, and they close it in a way that you're like. Oh my god, this is this is the truth of celebrityness. It's not amazing. <laughs> it's like it's such cold light of day. 
yeah, you really want to be an actor, children? Think about it. <laughs> so good. So okay. Good. How many stage boners would you give this movie? I'm giving this movie 4.5 massive stage boners. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, how many screeches that will shatter a thousand stars <laughs> do you give this movie? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna say... It's four? And a half. Yeah, four and a half. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. This is great. Uh, that's so, so good. good. Oh man, that's gonna be part of like the opening too, just me screeching. <laughs> okay, would you recommend it? Yes, I actually I recommended when uh, when I saw it, I recommended it to everybody. I have recommended it as well, actually, since I watched it, which was only yesterday. So, <laughs> word travels quick. It was great. I loved it. <clears throat> So, time for our next segment, or I guess what we've done, Shining Light Star Rating and Would You Recommend It? Time for our fourth segment. <laughs> hmm. Let me guess, Peter's, Peter's Review, review corner. corner. Yes. I'm going to go to review stuff. Okay, so. Yay. <clears throat> okay, so let's go with the worst review, the bad review first. <clears> hmm. <throat> This is by Screen Queen on Metacritic. Uh, so good. She, she wrote this January 1st, 2015. There's actually Emma Roberts. <laughs> That's funny. Um, she writes, This film should be called The Emperor's New Wings. It is as irrelevant and pretentious as the characters on screen. I was thankfully for... I was thankful. Oh, I was thankful for the gimmicky single shot technique, as it gave me something to watch for two painful hours of my life. Of course, I fell for the hype surrounding this awful film. The drum track is annoying. As others have said, <laughs> different does not mean better. As far as calling it a comedy, I'm not sure what idiot decided that. I snickered maybe twice, but never even laughed out loud. This movie was pigeon poop. Zero out of ten stars. Wow. Also, she wasn't paying enough attention if she only snickered twice. Yeah. And I kind of agree with her in the drum score thing. But I want you to so die. <laughs> 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 Going in the opening. Um, <laughs> it was, okay, it was only annoying because I was listening to it on headphones and it kind of like blew my eardrums out at some points. Oh, in the theater it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, then then it's not directly inside your ears. I say watch this at home on your like home theater. But other than that, yeah, it, it was, it was very. This movie was original. Anyway, back to the reviews. <laughs> okay, here's a good one by okay, uh, Obi Wan Ken could be. Hmm. I'm not gonna pronounce mm. that again. Uh, let's see. An amazing film. It almost feel hmm. it almost felt like the whole film is one take, and the story has so much great depth. It's amazing. 
Robert Downey Jr. and his Avengers cast should definitely check this out because they're heading straight for superhero retirement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought that was funny. I like I feel like this bleak future of just like uh mental disorders is just gonna hit everybody from the Avengers. It's like a curse. <laughs> uh Robert Downey Jr. one hundo thundo percent. Second time I've said that this episode, I probably should never say it again. But really is <laughs> in the words of Naomi Watts, he's fried his brain with the drugs. <laughs> He's sober now, though, right? Yeah. He's definitely, no. He's yeah, definitely. you know he's sober. Yeah, he's, he, sober. he's sober for sure. He, he's, he's he's doing okay now. For sure. Uh, okay. Oh, what did they give it? <sighs> ten. Ten out of ten. Sorry. Oh. For yawning. Okay, yeah. Oh, you are voted off the island. No, I <laughs> love that show. Wait, do you know I, about my deep and profound love of Survivor? Uh, sir. Well, I know for sure that. Hmm. I know that you love reality TV in general. No, I love reality. But that's TV. good reality yes. TV. I love Survivor. I'm obsessed. That, there's a difference between crappy reality TV and good reality TV. I force Cat to watch it every <laughs> Wednesday. You're actually bringing up childhood memories for me because it used to be on Thursday. Remember? Oh yeah, I remember. I've seen every episode. When I was young. Like, uh, probably younger than I should have been watching Survivor, every Thursday night, my dad would let us stay up late so we could finish watching Survivor with him. Like, it would be, like, bedtime was 7 o'clock, and this thing would be on from 8 to 9. So oh, yeah. we would stay up a full two hours after bedtime. Just watch like, Survivor. I, young enough for 7 o'clock bedtime, in other words. And we would watch Survivor, all of us together, and the best. Uh, so last good. week, Sandra Diaz got voted off, and she's a two-time winner. That she's never uh, been, she's never been voted off because she won twice. Uh, so like, well, yeah. <laughs> when when Jeff like snuffed out her torch, she was just like, "Please, Jeff, don't do this." And he's like, "For the first time in a long time, I'm so sorry." And he like, uh, <laughs> this, I know this is boring to everybody else, but like to me, I was like, "Oh, Sandra's no, the best." No, I love that. I love that he's like he's for once actually remorseful about it because usually he's like Undertaker style, just snuffing out, like right in front of them. Yeah, it's like there's he's your like, hopes and dreams. He's like, Hats. it was was it ten million or a million? It's a million. Oh damn, that's it's not a lot of money anymore these days. They should calculate for inflation. <laughs> or the fact that the value of the Ameri- that the US dollar is basically going down the tubes. Yeah. Mm, I, I said something to that effect earlier. <clears throat> so, any more creative reviews? Oh, no. No, I got nothing else. Those those are okay. the two best. Getting into the creative rewriting then. <laughs> Okay, what would you change if with this movie? I'm telling anything? you, right? I I told you we already went over this. Switch out Birdman for Beetlejuice, and then you have like <laughs> crazier, wackier things going on. So instead of like a giant yes. metal bird, you have like a sandworm <laughs> breaking out of a building, and then like ghost oh people God. running away. 
where's this fan fiction and why can't i read it right now oh and he could be like he could be like hallucinating like fucking like the receptionist and like the people waiting in the like with the shrunken heads like just sitting in like the audience and he's just like slowly going crazy oh we're gonna have to beetlejuice one day i mean we've done a michael keaton movie and a winona Ryder movie it's gonna happen okay uh uh what? I know there's something that I would change about this movie, but I forgot what it I don't, is. I don't like Beetlejuice. Oh, wait, no, I remember. What? Yeah, I'm sorry. Bite your tongue, boy. No, you've never seen Fight Club, so you could go die. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little harsh. Uh, I will, yeah, I will watch it one day. I'll sorry, watch it my, day. my first immediate comeback is, I want you to kill yourself, so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> That's dark. Almost as dark as this movie. He could, he did Dark kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you just read that? No. Wait. What? I don't know. You just said he did kill himself. Oh. Oh. Oh my God. This is how my brain is working today. <laughs> no, my kidney is alive as we speak. What I would change about this movie, and I, I actually, I was thinking so hard today. What would I change? I actually would love. It it may it, it was this probably would be even more avant garde for this movie. I would have the camera at one point split off into a split screen view where it follows Emma Stone some more, and we get a little bit more of her, and it's following Michael Keaton. What about the whole movie? And it's following like, Emma Stone. Yeah, but like it, but it like at one point though, not always, but it like it would follow Emma Stone, and it would follow Michael Keaton. And then possibly there'd be this weird split screen moment where it was drawing parallels between them at the same time. Because there were parallels drawn between them, like with the standing on the roof edge and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they were like having the same ty- type of issues at the exact same time. Hmm. That would have been cool. So just, just sort of a, a film and directing choice. Mm, but other than that, it was good. Oh. Mm. If if Edward Norton had like a huge freaking like special effects makeup dick that actually was out, that would have been fucking hilarious. But not believable, so I see why they did that. It's not or, believable because or... it's Edward Norton, it's not believable. <laughs> no, no, like uh, anytime I've ever seen a special effects makeup dick, it's not been very real. It hasn't been convincing to me. But then again, yeah, no, it just hasn't been convincing to me. I can tell special effects makeup almost anywhere. Uh, like that nose. But it, w- it would have been cool, like, if that happened and, like, for the preview. And he was like, ha ha, it was a joke, ha ha ha. And, like, <laughs> waving his fake dick around the stage. And everyone's like, ha ha ha. Because <laughs> they laughed anyway. They were like, ha 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 ha. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's what I would change. So, bringing us to the end of creative rewriting, what's giving you life this week? Okay, I just linked you what is giving me life. So if you want to watch it so we could talk about it, we could do that. It is the Thor Ragnarok teaser trailer that was released this morning. I, I thought that was already a thing. No, the new Thor movie? The trailer, the first trailer came out this morning. Okay, I'm clicking on it right now. It's so good. I'll watch it again. Okay. Whoa. Huh? I see the Ragnarok thing. Now I know what you're thinking. How did this happen? Cape Blanchett. (laughs) Well, 
It's a long story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, hammer's broken. <laughs> Redemption arc for Thor, for sure. Whoa! Yeah, big legend. Well. Yeah, this is the actual soundtrack. This is awesome. That's uh, Tessa Thompson from uh, Westworld. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Loki. It's main event time. Whoa. That's <laughs> the Hulk. Wait, how'd they get the Hulk? Well, this is kind of everything because it's <laughs> kind of like an '80s heavy metal rock. So movie. good, so fucking good. Really though, I'm down. I mean, some of the Thor movies I passed on, but. Also, did you notice that the Hemsway, as it were, the Hemsworth is, the Hemsway. <laughs> they they're they're kind of like taking over for the Baldwins, right? No, wait, what? Oh yeah 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 yeah. But they're like the better Baldwins. Oh no, like they're they're not they're not fucking hot messes yet. But there's gonna be a lot of time left in their careers if they continue on this track. What's giving me life this week? Okay. I constantly rack my brain about things I want to hear podcasts about because mm -hmm. I am an Uber driver and I have so much free time. And after a while, the people either get boring or they don't talk to you. Generally, they don't talk to you. So it's like just dead space. And I don't like any of the music that plays on the radio. I listen to J-pop only. Yes, you can call me a weeb nerd, whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it makes me happy. It makes me feel good. Stupid weep. Okay, so, yeah, yeah J-pop. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, I uh, so I don't like the music on the radio, so I download so many podcasts and listen to them yeah. while I while I even have people in my Did car, you start Serial? Wait a second. Let's talk about this. Did you start Serial? Yeah. Not yet, because yeah. I was away for the weekend. and like, oh, okay. I was in a place called um, Borrego Springs, and there was literally zero internet there. Like, even though your phone says you have bars, no bars. You can't make a phone call. Mm-hmm. Not even. It's like LTE is working. It's like, not really. I tried to download the audio. It was 124 megabytes. It said 10 hours. I was like, hmm, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> and I was going off my hotspot. Anyway, uh, so I thought, hmm, oh my god. All those shows I used to watch as a kid, more weeb nerd shit. Uh, I thought, Digimon. <laughs> you find a Which Digimon was, podcast? It was. It's so good. It's called Pod Digis, and they go over arcs, not just single episodes. So, oh, okay. it it paces pretty well. 
Um, and I've watched four of the five different seasons available because they go by seasons with different arcs and portions to them. So, you know, Adventures, Adventures 02, where all of the adventure kids grow up, and then Tamers, which was my personal favorite, and then, was it Frontier, where they turn into the Digimon? Yeah. Oh, no, no, there's six, actually, because then there was that, like, Japanese version, which was, like, I mean, they were all Japanese versions, but they suddenly picked it up, and they're like, okay, we're going to do Digimon again and dub this whole thing, where it was just, like, three people, they were working for the police. I was it coders or scanners no i don't remember and and then it and then the newest one which is like x wars or some shit they're they really like just take as much liberty with digimon as they want which i kind of appreciate i love digimon like uh season one is the best season two is season two is the continuation of season one but season three still connects into it season four i really liked because it was set in the real world but it was like our world and Digimon was a game people played, but they happen to be real. I really <laughs> yeah. like that season. It's my favorite I, season. I, Everything I, else I, was crap afterwards. But Digimon Try, which came out last summer, which is yes, the continuation of season about. one, I fucking love that so much. Uh, mm, I I lost track of Digimon after. Okay, I stopped watching after like the first ten episodes of the fifth season. Like, I've seen all of seasons one through four, for sure, like, over and over again. That's what played on weekday mornings at 7.30. I'd wake up early oh, just I loved, to Oh, I loved Digimon. Yeah. So, I mean, Tamers, by far, was my absolute favorite. It was just gritty enough. It was great. Is that the third season? Yes. You know, where they were Tamers, and it was, it was oh, yeah. Takato, and yeah. So... Yeah, so they they are going over arcs, and I'm still at season one. I forgot how many fucking arcs were in season one. Uh, They took one whole episode to go over the whole Ty gets transported back home and takes care of Kari thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for some strange reason, they took a whole episode for that. But it... I mean, it's called Poddigis, because, you know, Izzy constantly says prodigious. Yeah, it makes sense. Which was a made-up slang word. It was definitely fetch. But it was just like... Fetch in 99. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my childhood. My whole childhood. So, yeah, it's uh, called Poddigis. It's great. I think they're into season four now, which is great. Like, their current episodes. So they go over arcs which is great because they like just totally cover a bunch of episodes all at once. So I'm, I'm totally down for that. Can't wait for them to get into season three. So the next movie, you got two choices. We could either go with a movie that has as much brevity and award nominations as this movie or uh, enjoyable chick-ish, flick-ish movie. Let's go with the award nominations one because I haven't seen a lot of like awards. Okay, yeah, we haven't gotten very serious with this podcast, but we're. I was thinking, should we give the listeners so much food for thought? But no, we're gonna do it. Okay, so the next movie is going to be the Danish Girl featuring <laughs> no. the beautiful uh, Eddie Red. Literally in my mind, I was like, hope it's not that Danish one. Anyway, yes. So next movie, the Danish girl, 
so many feels totally deserved every nomination and award given for it great i think it was also a 2014 movie come on look this up danish girl 2015 okay it was the next year but still deserved every single nomination and award given and yeah this has been two hours and 23 minutes of recording so (laughs) i have a lot of work to do i got food that's cold (laughs) okay so until next time i'm red and i'm peter Stay amateur. Stay amateur. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> we did it! Oh. But no, you said it after me. No, no, we did it. I'm gonna play this back. I'm gonna sync it up so it sounds like we did it. Okay. I, I think we did it. Okay. I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to do the instant replay. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.